Robots, or rather small sidewalk vehicles, are starting to deliver groceries in Milton Keynes. Provided by a company called Starship, the service is modeled after Amazon Prime with £7.99 for unlimited deliveries. This is not the first time this has been done in the area. Previously, there was a limited trial service with the cooperative supermarket, but this marks the first time the service will be publicly available. The robot is able to navigate crossings and look for traffic using a variety of sensors. It is limited, however, to 4 miles per hour and a 3 mile radius. It is no coincidence the service is starting in Milton Keynes. In contrast to most cities in the UK that are generally quite old, Milton Keynes is an urban planned city which started in 1967. It's designed with grid blocks similar to, say, Manhattan. The grid system along with the relatively uniform modern pavement structure made the city a strong candidate for the first public launch of this service in the UK. I actually know someone from Milton Keynes. It is only 70 kilometers from London. Jason, if you're listening, I'm going to ask you to give this service a go and share with us your feedback. Now, those were the general facts of the AI news article, and you can click on the notes to go to the article yourself. However, I wish the article went a bit deeper, so in this section, I will run through some of the questions I wish were addressed from my perspective. If you have questions of your own, or some answers, or perhaps even know someone at Starship that could answer some of these questions, please leave your input by going to input.aionai.org. I will cover four areas. Number one, the choice of transporting groceries. Number two, the shape of the robot. Number three, the efficiency. And last but not least, the sensors and the machine learning itself. So let's start with groceries. How did Starship settle on groceries themselves as the thing to deliver? I think it probably has to do with the speed of delivery. It looks like it is pretty slow moving, so you wouldn't be able to deliver something like pizza, because it would arrive pretty cold by the time it gets to the destination. It is after all limited to just 4 miles per hour, and I'm not even sure it can deliver all types of groceries. Ice cream for instance may be tricky to deliver. Sure, you could build something to heat or cool whatever is inside the robot, but that adds a whole other layer of complexity. Groceries also have the advantage that they are pretty well packaged, so they may be less susceptible to getting damaged from bumps on the road compared to hastily packaged takeaway food. The second area I'd like to quickly cover is the shape of the robot. How did the team settle on this particular form factor as opposed to say bikes? I am a fan of self-driving bikes and will dedicate an entire special episode to them soon. But what were the engineering considerations for coming up with this particular form? Or was it just mainly a marketing consideration? A unique form to stand out? Having this particular form means it needs to go on pedestrian pavements. Electric transportation on pavements is generally frowned upon in the UK. People bought a whole lot of those hoverboards during that whole craze. But they didn't realize that they couldn't use them legally on top of pavements. So how did Starship overcome the legal issues? The 
The next area I'm curious about is the power efficiency of the robots. How many watts per mile? Translated into financial costs, how does this compare with other options? If we take into consideration not just power, but also human labor, how does it compare? Presumably the robot would require less human labor, but it does not seem to eliminate human labor entirely. It seems like a human will have to put the groceries in the robot itself. Or does Starship have a pick and pack robot as well? If it doesn't have one, is it considering building one? When you look at a lot of the automated storage and retrieval systems of the latest warehouses, the robot almost looks like it could have rolled right off one of them. Finally, I would like to know more about the machine learning and the sensors as well. It does seem to use some motion sensors and multiple cameras, but the way in which these sensors are used, the weight they're given in different scenarios, is not clear. What if, for example, a pedestrian is blocking a camera's view of a crossing? How does the robot move along with pedestrians? And what if a pedestrian is jaywalking? In terms of machine learning, which data set was used to develop the model to allow the robots to be relatively autonomous? Did Starship have to adapt the data set in order for it to be useful for its use case? The cameras on the robot are at a relatively low vantage point compared to, say, car cameras. If existing datasets were transferred, what modifications were needed? If Starship had to develop its own dataset, did it use a generative approach to enlarge the dataset? Did it use an unsupervised or supervised approach overall? How much time passed and how much data was used before the robot was considered autonomous? In fact, did Starship operationally define different levels of autonomy in the same way autonomous cars are gravitating towards a five-level standard? If the current iteration of the robot is not at the highest level, what is the roadmap to achieve the next level? What would it even mean to be at the next level of autonomy? Now that covered a lot of questions, but that's just to get the ball rolling. More importantly, I want to hear from you, the community. What are your questions? What is your perspective on this particular AI news article? Leave your input at input.aionai.org. We will gather all that input and it will serve as the foundation for our conversation with guests. Speaking of which, feel free to nominate any AI researchers or developers you would like to hear on this podcast. That's about it from me for now. Happy researching and happy coding.